Hello, and welcome back to The Basement Podcast. This is episode two, Everyone Knows. I'm your host, Cody Prince. Let's get into it. episode one I guess I never really thought about the fact that it was basically like you know just telling my whole family that I smoke you know marijuana yeah it was like the first time you ever actually like legitimately confirmed for them that you smoked yeah so I mean obviously it's not like I told everyone but it's just impossible in this you know in the era that we're in that they're not gonna find out that you put something out online right you're on the internet you're there forever yeah even like you know my nana right (laughs) probably hear it but i mean i guess i really i don't care at this point i mean it's too late if you cared (laughs) we already got out the first episode exactly but i mean that's kind of the whole point of it though is is like it needs to be not a big deal anymore yeah it doesn't I don't like need it's no to bigger feel deal like than I'm going a... out and getting a drink. Right. I don't need to feel like a disappointment because I smoked some cannabis, you know? Yeah. And I think that's that's hard for everyone, whether it's, you know, your family or where you work or where you go to church or whatever it might be. You kind of worry that, you know, once people find out, they're going to judge you for it or act oh, yeah. differently around you. Especially whenever you start, like, talking about your older generation, like maybe your grandparents. You're worried, like, oh, I want to tell my, you know, grandmother that I smoke marijuana, and I'm sure, because, you know, that's their generation, that they're going to think I'm some horrible kid. And so there's that level of anxiety that comes just with talking to those people from that generation. Yeah. Like, you could tell initially when we told your mom, like, she was kind of like, well, just don't tell me about it. (laughs) She literally said... I'm disappointed to hear that. And I yeah. was like, oh. She and, did come around, though, and, when we talked about it more. Well, yeah. So we've always had a very good relationship where we can really, like, talk about things. We can share, you know, other sides of opinions. And so I sat there and I was telling her, like, the actual, you know, the kind of science behind it, what the different strains are, how it can help people, and how she has Crohn's disease, actually, which um, cannabis is super duper effective in treating. Um, so I talked to her a lot about that. And when we were talking about all of those things, she shifted from the initial disappointment and shock to the, oh, I understand. Yeah. And so, like, I don't feel that... I don't feel that shame from her. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is, like, I didn't want anyone in the family thinking, oh, well, I made a podcast about how I get stoned and, you know, just smoke a bunch of weed. It, no, it's like, this is trying to, you know, shed a good light on medical cannabis and, like, all the thing that it's doing. Right. It's more than just smoking pot to get high. Right. And that's what so many people... I don't know, I guess I don't understand. Or yeah. don't want to understand. Like the older generation, like your ma, like 
when she thinks about cannabis, all she thinks about is people smoking joints. Yeah. Like, she doesn't th- know, like, she could just put two drops under her tongue. Yeah, she doesn't know all the different forms yeah. that can come in. Or that, you know, you could get CBD and not have, you know, have low THC to where it's not, you know, it doesn't have that psychoactive effect, so. Right. Yeah, so, it's not so much as, you know, I was keeping it a secret. By any means, it was just I was never really open about it, you know? Right. You were never just like, oh, hey, guess what, guys? Yeah. I smoke, I smoke marijuana. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, I gotta step outside real quick. <laughs> like, smoke this joint. I'm just gonna go smoke this joint. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I have... It. Three older sisters, and by older, I mean older. Like, the closest one is six, and then the next one's nine, and the last one's 12. So, years apart Yeah, from 12 him. years, yeah. Several years. Obviously, we're talking about months. You, That's not just, I don't know, it was just weird the way you said it. Well, anyways, so I didn't really grow up with them in my teenage years, obviously, because they were already out of the house. Right. So I didn't really have that, you know, did they, you know, smoke? Some when they were, you know, you know teenagers, or was it like a forbidden thing for them? Like, I didn't know, so I just didn't really ever bring it up. Right. And I, I mean, I was different than that, obviously, because I came from a different um, type of environment and direction towards, like, attitude towards marijuana. But I had that initial, like, oh my gosh, my entire family is just going to be disappointed in me. Yeah, exactly. See, like, that's why I didn't ever want to say anything. It's just, like, just in that off chance, you'd be like, oh, great, that, you know, we have right. a stoner loser brother now. Right. And that's, like, the worst fear. You don't want people to think that about you. But then I started to think, and I was like, you know what? That's not, I'm not a that. Yeah. I'm not a loser. I do things. I'm productive. I use it. Yeah, we both got to the point to where it's like, we could take all these prescription drugs that we both, you know, were on different types of anxiety medication yeah. and all this other stuff that have these horrible side effects, or we can smoke this natural product that just grows from the ground. Like, you can accidentally grow it. Right, and it it relieves those things, and it doesn't give you any of the negative. I know whenever I'm on any kind of antidepressant, even the ones that have been pretty well-balanced for me, that um, because I'm the kind of person that doesn't remember to take pills every day, like, gosh, taking a daily vitamin is almost an impossible task sometimes. And so when you miss a drug like that, you're just, I mean, I, I can't say you, but I am an emotional wreck. I'm like, my ups are really high. My lows are really low. And I'm just like everything. Yeah. Mine were, I didn't take mine every day they were just like when it was my anxiety was bad or if I knew I was going to be in a large group of people and mine just basically made me like a zombie yeah I had those too the ones that you don't feel bad but you also don't feel good so you're just kind of in between and that's not a fun feeling either but with marijuana I can through a combination of like diet exercise you know just good lifestyle and then using marijuana to help treat the symptoms when they arise it's a completely different ball game and I don't have to worry about you know I don't have to smoke every day if I don't have to unlike with the pill I'd have to take it every day even if I wasn't you know having anxiety attack or especially anxious yeah and for me cannabis obviously replaced a lot of things because I was also on painkillers and like muscle relaxers and 
all sorts of things because you have all kinds of problems with yeah. your sleep, hands, so back, yeah. knees, yeah. elbows, yeah. So ambient, shoulders, arthritis. But see, so like, so I, you know, have it down to kind of a science where I can take, you know, so smoke a sativa before I go work out because you know I'm really prone to getting bulging discs in my back and I have almost back problems. So I know I can smoke that, still be energetic, still get all my things done. But it's going to control that back pain and the inflammation. Right. And it's going to help you even like if you smoke pre-workout. Uh, I guess not in everybody's case, but I like to think in a lot of people's cases, marijuana tends to have like a relaxing effect on the muscles. And when you're working out, if you can relax and not get all tense and weird anticipating an injury, you're a lot less likely to get an injury. That's exactly what I was about to say, was that it relaxes <laughs> your muscles. So, you know, not only that, it helps, you know, when you're stretching and stuff to really loosen up everything so you don't get a, you know, get another injury. Right. <clears throat> and I'm not, like, I'm not saying smoke weed and you're just going to have the best workout ever. You still need to take the precautions. You still need to make sure you stretch before and after and do all those things. But it can make, I don't know, it's like a facilitator when yeah. it comes to something like that. So, yeah, and everybody's different because, you know, some people only need to smoke or, you know, ingest it or however they're consuming it, maybe whenever they absolutely need it, right? Or, you know, you know, some people may need to smoke it continuously throughout the day for chronic pain or, you know, whatever it may be. It's different for everyone. Right. And that's another great thing about marijuana is you can... I mean, it's kind of hard to dose it right now because that's not have we haven't gotten to that point in medical marijuana in a lot of places to be able to specifically dose things um, like from your doctor. But it's easier to treat the symptoms because, you know, it's not like you smoke a little bit right now and then you have to wait three to five hours to take or smoke again like you would if you were taking a pain medication. So like if you were to get a pain medication for your chronic pain and it wore off before that amount of time when you could take another one, then you're just either going to have to take a risk of ingesting too much of that medication or you're going to have to just be in pain. Whereas with marijuana, you can, you know, smoke and if it's still bad or if you do something to tweak your back, 30 minutes later, you can smoke some more to, for that pain relief, which is something that a lot of other medications don't have. Yeah, you're taking away the risk factor of an overdose, basically. Yeah. And you can fine-tune it way more than you could with a prescription drug, and you can do it in a more healthy way. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily completely agree with it's more fine-tuned than all drugs, because there are a lot of drugs out there. That can be very, like, fine-tuned to your specific body and time of day to take it. But they're also not really all that natural. Exactly. And I think that's the biggest thing for us is is this is the most natural, healthy way to take care of whatever problems we might be having. Right. It's not like we're trying to discredit medicine because medicine does so much. And there's so much that medicine can do that marijuana can't do. Yeah. And so, like, I'm not trying to discount medicine or the science behind it because it really is a really miraculous field and it's constantly growing and evolving. But if you I can feel... do something natural instead of having to take a prescription pill, it's always better. Right. 
It's just it's like how option. my go-to whenever we have a cold or, you know, a little bug in the house, I always try to, you know, use essential oils and herbs and um, home remedies and stuff like that until I'm like, okay, this isn't working. And then we'll go to the doctor and then we'll get the extra treatment. Because, I mean, if I can treat it at home by myself with stuff I know is, you know, I know where it came from, I know what it is, I feel much more comfortable giving that to, you know, myself and my husband than I would, uh, you know, medication. Yeah. It's not necessary. And it never fails. Anytime I go to the doctor, I come back sicker than I was when I went in. Yeah, I also think that might say a little bit about your immune system there, babe. Well, my immune system, fine. It's just going into a place filled with sick people is not ideal. Uh, Yeah, it isn't great to go into all those germs, but also you're... Building up your immune system, (laughs) which you have to do, which is why this quarantine thing sucks so bad, because then when we finally do get to go out, Everything's going to take us out. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> the cold is just going to be whooping people's ass. Oh, yeah. You're going to be in... You're going to think you have COVID because you got a cold and it was just so bad because you hadn't... Your body wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> Which we have been killing quarantine. Oh, yeah. We have nailed it. We, like, went six months without leaving the house. I mean, we left the house, but it was, like, contactless, you Everything. know, grocery pickup and, yeah. Yeah. And we always wore, you know, the mask, did the hand sanitizer. Yeah. I don't feel like it was that much of a change for us in all reality. No. The hardest thing for me is just remembering the mask, which now that we just keep them in the car. Yeah, it's no big deal. But we did a lot of contactless carry, a lot of food delivery, a lot of... Yeah, because I hate going in the grocery store. A lot of never leaving the house uh, before, so... Yeah, that was kind of our norm. Yeah, we're kind of just... Let's stay inside and play video games and watch TV. I mean, it's still terrifying. I guess it's horrible. You know, people are getting sick and people are dying from it. But at the same time, it hasn't really changed our day-to-day that yeah, much. Yeah, it hasn't, like, personally affected us at no. this point, really. Uh, I mean, it's stressful. Like, everybody oh, else is stressful. stressful. Like, but everybody else is in the same situation. So it's not like I'm like, oh, no, my life sucks. I'm like, ah, all of us are kind of in the same boat. Plus, people are stuck at home and are more likely to be forced to listen to our podcast. Yeah, so it's really just a, a win a win for us. Exactly. And then we're going to get super famous and we're all going to smoke a bunch of cannabis together. We're all going to medicate together. Medicate. <laughs> As a exactly. celebration. Mm-hmm. So I think we should talk about smart stuff now. Ooh, smart things. Okay. You want to try to pronounce it or you want me to say it first? Not going to do it. Not. Endocannabinoid. Endocannabinoid. Did System. I do it? Yes. Yeah. Do you know the two the two main ones? Uh are you talking like C B one, C B two? Are you talking so that those are your and, receptors uh, we're talking about? So you're about. talking the and and the one I can't pronounce ever? Mm-hmm. And the happy hormone? Or yeah. not the happy you hormone. See how it's the happy and see if you can pronounce it. And anandamine. Anandamine. Sure. It is. It's I'm not going to try it. I so can't So it's anandamide it. and 2-AG. And 2-AG. So those are your two main cannabinoid receptors. Are, or they're the... The two main cannabinoids. Endocannabinoids yeah, yeah. in your body. Exactly. And so like... And then you have your two main receptors, which are the CB1, CB1 and, and the CB2. CB2. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I learned this from the the cannabis college that I enrolled yeah. in because I'm that serious about it. That serious. He's yeah. for reals about it, guys. Also, a uh, great thing to listen to about this before we get started is uh, Ruth Ross did a TED Talk, and it's called Demystifying the Endocannabinoid System. It's yeah. on YouTube. It's free. I think it's only like, what, 17 minutes long? But it's really so. good, and she's super easy to listen to. Like, she's a really nice old lady Scottish accent. Yeah, she's she was pretty nice. And she knows her stuff. Like, she's been in the field way before it became the norm, you know, way before yeah. they were it was legalized anywhere that I'm aware of. I, I mean, it's she been said, legal what, 1980s, in I think? places. But not Back before in America. it was as, you know, accepted as it is today. I mean, obviously it was legal in America at one point. Anyways, not what I'm saying. She started in a different country where it was legal before it was legal here in America again. Yeah. There we go. That's where I was trying to go with that. Yeah. And then off of that, I think there's a few more. Yeah, I ones. fell into like a hole of cannabis TED Talks on YouTube yeah. with their recommended video feature. So basically, though, and I think the easiest way I had it broken down, which is anandamide and 2AG, is to think of them like THC and CBD. Right. So I don't know if we mentioned this real quick. The two main ones that he's referring to are the two main endocannabinoids that are found naturally within your body. Yeah, so everyone is born, even if you've never heard of cannabis, and they don't really have to do with cannabinoids, everyone is born with the endocannabinoid system. Yeah, so and then so those are the those two that he's referring to. Those are the ones that help con, um, maintain homeostasis. Yeah, so the, the body. cannabinoids are what? Helps the body, like, stay in homeostasis. So homeostasis is your body's um, instinct or uh, it's regulating itself. It's your ideal point. Yeah, so you know how you try to maintain a body temperature of 98.6? Your body does that by sweating to cool you down or uh, shivering to warm you up. That's your body trying to maintain homeostasis, the place where it runs the most efficiently which temperature wise is 98.6 degrees so so these cannabinoid systems so which is when you're you know consuming uh, cannabis in some form are working with the so they're the keys you think of them as keys and you think of the receptors as the locks so which is your cb1 and your cb2 and you think of those you know like uh sativa or indica as in how they affect you so some of it's going to be like you know, actual physical pain, or some of it might be, you know, mental or trouble sleeping. It's so the, just two different types. So the CB1 receptor would be like something that would manage pain or yeah. something like that. Or like physical CB2. issues, whereas, you know, CB2, CB2 would be is more, more indica, mind. which is more. Exactly. Okay. So like controlling appetite or sleep or anxiety, just more. Uh, mental problems than, or I won't say mental problems, but just mental issues rather than physical ones. Right. Which I'm not exactly positive on which is which. I mean, obviously, this Ruth Ross probably knows a little more than we do. That's why we refer to the professionals. Right. Um, when I was doing, when I was watching all those videos and doing that research, what I thought was helpful is she connected it. I think it was her. It might have been a different TED Talk. Um, 
but she connect one of them connected it to the uh, endocrine system, which is something I'm familiar with because that's the background I come from. And so, like, we all know that, you know, oxytocin and stuff like that is what everybody has described as your, you know, happy hormones, the things that make you happy. But it's actually the endocannabinoid. Can- the endocannabinoid system. Endocannabinoid. There we go. System that triggers the endocrine system to release those hormones. So you have different of uh, these CB1 and 2 receptors all over the body in different places. So like the ones for appetite will be in one spot. And then you have them um, all over that, you know, will signal different effects. So whenever you're out, you're endocannabinoids come in and they go into the lock and key thing like you were explaining uh that's how it determines like what part of the body it affects Hmm. right and so we have like you know thousands of these receptors in our bodies right from your head to your toes basically and each you know cannabinoid or endocannabinoid i guess can interact with the different receptors and unlock all the different ones yeah, and there's still so much that we don't know about it still. Like, there's parts of um, the endocannabinoid system within ourselves that we don't know about. But there's, uh, there's more importantly, parts of the endocannabinoid system within the marijuana plant itself that we're still so um, in the dark about. So, for instance, like, there's different cannabinoids within... Uh, marijuana, other than, you know, THC, CBD, etc. There's so, so many. And what everyone is thinking and trying to figure out is which of these specific um, receptors from the plants or keys, I guess, in our situation that we were doing. The keys from the marijuana plant, um, what each endocannabinoid from it unlocks within the body so like if there's one specific type of endocannabinoid that is particularly effective at relieving appetite um or i mean giving you an appetite or relieving nausea or something like that right so there's just so many things that it can do and so many things that it you know can possibly do once we're able to do those studies and find out more about it right once there's more research being done yeah, which is, you know, restricted right now because it's not federally legal, obviously. Right. But, speaking of which, uh, I think it was this month that the the U.S. House of Representatives are going to vote on a bill to legalize marijuana at a federal level. Yeah, they're going to vote on that in the, the September, right? This yeah. month. And it's the, what, the Moore Act? Uh, I believe so. Um, because they, um, yeah, it's called the Moore Act. and part of not part of the majority of the act itself is to help um pull all of those people that were arrested and um charged with marijuana related crimes they're gonna you know get rid of that and fix that yeah and also i've heard mixed reports on some of it it's legalizing it and some of it's just decriminalizing it which is very different yeah I have gotten a lot of different like back and forth too. It just on depends that. on what it depends you're on where you're from. yeah where you're getting your information from. But either way, it's it's still, a step in the right yeah. direction. 
And I don't see how they couldn't vote yes on it. I mean, I can see how. But it just, to me, it would look bad on them if they didn't. Right. Because there's so many people that are in jail for marijuana, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's absurd. And, I mean, there are people that are in jail longer than, you know, sexual abusers because they had two joints or whatever. And, yeah, and most of that comes from that three-strike rule. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, I just don't feel like, I don't know, I have some issues with I don't feel like someone who got caught with a joint should be in the same place as someone who murdered three people. Yeah, I also agree with that, because, you know, I am a person that is at risk of getting caught with a joint if I were to carry one with me in an illegal state, and I, I could not hold up in prison with some murderers. I couldn't do it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cut out for it. Yeah. That's why we don't do it illegally. And why no one should do it illegally. (laughs) That's why you shouldn't do it illegally. For one, there's so many places that you can do it illegally. And two, just wait a little while. Specifically in an illegal state. Because I was like, well, it's not really illegal if I have a joint on me. Because we're in a place where it's legal. And then I was like, so it'd have to be But it's really hard to get rid of that feeling. Well, because when I was a teenager, obviously I did it illegally. I was dumb, but I didn't care. Right. You know, and back then it wasn't. There wasn't the option of, you know, your drug dealer bringing back, you know, marijuana from Colorado. It was right. what Cindy was growing in her backyard for everybody And it was in really just hit or miss on what you were getting. Yeah. But now, why take the chance? Why yeah. even? It's just, why? I mean, I understand why. Because people are put in those situations. But Yeah, they're just, put in a situation where they don't have any other choice. But you shouldn't. You just shouldn't do it. Not now. Don't give them a reason. Don't give them a reason. No. Don't let them get you. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, this passes. And regardless of what it is, it's good, you know. Yeah, it's just decriminalization itself is just a really, really big step in the right direction, I feel. Especially after, you know, everything that's been going on and how, ugh, 2020 has been. Yeah. It, it is. It would be like, you know, another one of those little glimpses of light and the chaos of yeah. 2020. Because we've it had would. a few of those little... I feel like everyone needs it. Plus, it, and it would help them rebuild the economy because how much money the marijuana or yeah, cannabis mar- industry brings in. Yeah, if it is for legalization, it would definitely, definitely bring in a, quite a bit of income. Yeah, I mean, it already is in the I, places that it yeah, is Yeah, in the legal. places that it's legal. It's crazy the amount of income it's bringing in but i think the main thing is is at least is getting those people out of jail because they shouldn't be there in the first place it's ridiculous right. uh, now i'm not saying the person who had a joint and then also broke into three people's cars right afterwards yeah if he was like there, smoking like, the joints while doing highly illegal yeah. activities that's different exactly but if it was just three joints and no other suspicious activity or history of violent crime he shouldn't be in there with the rest of them. Right. But, like I said, so it's getting them out, and it's making it to where, you know, parents who have kids with, you know, seizures or whatever it might be don't have to worry about their kids getting taken away because the only thing that they have found out that works is, is, is marijuana. THC oils right. or whatever it is. 
I know that there have been a lot of people, especially back when Colorado first went medical with it, there was a lot of people, especially in Texas, because Texas has some, like, hardcore uh, marijuana laws, uh, they would, they had to relocate their entire families to like Colorado or to California just so that they could treat their babies, their children, mm-hmm. because they couldn't get that treatment. Right. And I mean, it's the same thing with cancer patients or people with severe Crohn's or PTSD, whatever it is, it shouldn't be, they shouldn't have to worry about going to jail for something that's helping, helping them? them with whatever they're having issues with. Right. I agree. It's just, it's just crazy. It's just like, it seems like the cannabis community in a whole is just under this microscope where everyone's hoping that something bad happens because of it. Right, like everybody's anticipating something horrible. And they want it to happen. I mean, that everyone would just love that. And it's ridiculous to me when you can look at alcohol and think of how many, you know, DUI accidents there are, how many people die of overconsumption or blackout and choke on their own vomit all these horrible things yeah and and nobody cares they just who gives a shit i mean i got we got taught in high school that whenever you're how to position your friend if they pass out drunk at a party and are blackout how to position them in the recovery position so that they don't choke on their own vomit if they puke while they're passed out yeah that's crazy that's something that is legal. People are all about it. Well, and all they say is don't drink or drive and, and don't do it underage. That's all they care about. Yeah. They're so, I don't know, I feel like lax with it when it's something that can, I And mean, see, that's, that's what they're saying. One of, of the biggest problems was with wanting to go recreational in Oklahoma was that the number of people driving while high incidents shot up and there were all these. And it's like, that's going to happen with anything, it, no matter what anything. it is. It obviously it still happens with alcohol, no matter what services we have, Uber, taxi, lifts, all these yeah, things they have readily available. There's always going to be those people, regardless of what it is. You're just nitpicking, right? And and that same note, a drunk driver drives drastically different than a high driver. I'm not saying you can't be a bad, horrible, shouldn't be on the road driver when you're high. You shouldn't drive while you're high. Period. But. People that drive high, it always seems to be, like, I don't know, slightly less reckless than people who drive drunk. You're a lot less likely to get somebody driving 100 miles an hour that slams into you that was smoking weed. Yeah. Those are more like... They're, they'll probably hit they you, like, at 55 miles an hour because they were on the highway but got slowly roll into nervous. a stop sign because yeah. they forgot they were driving. Yeah. I, that's that's more of your um, concern there, I'd say. Regardless, none of it's okay. I mean, it's not. Yeah, you know, you shouldn't conserve any kind. It's just of... if you're gonna say that about, you know, people who are high and driving, then you can't just pretend that it's not the same for the alcohol. Right. Like if you're going, like it happens. There's DOIs. DOIs are outrageous. Yeah. See, in look- places, it's like. I'm so sure the last, it brings in the some DUI of the most money. From the US Department of Transportation was ten thousand five hundred and eleven. That's a lot. You know that um from, drunk driving incidents like ranks up there in some of the most deadly things in America. Yeah. And that's crazy. That's and violent crimes and everything else. Yeah. Like that hotel I had to stay at in Amarillo 
that chick was drunk and woke some chick up to fight and broke a wine bottle and then cut her throat. Oh, hey. And that is just because they were drunk. I'm sure she would never have done that if she wasn't just completely hammered and out of her mind. Right. Yeah, I understand. And But then you have all those people that haven't smoked marijuana that are like... Or just had one bad experience, and so they... Right, so they think that... Chalked it all up. People one, act one like crazy fools every time they smoke. Yeah, or they hear a news story that says somebody did something crazy while they smoked pot, but like they, they forgot to mention that... Like they threw a baby across that, the parking lot. Yeah, but they didn't say that he it was laced with what, PCP? Yeah, it was laced with something crazy like that, or like PCP or angel dust. Aren't those like almost the same thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know do either. the hard stuff. I don't, I don't know either. Um, I'm an all-natural guy. Yeah, but the article that I saw about it for the first time, it just said marijuana. And I was like, what? I was yeah, like, this guy was smoking weed just... and he just ran up and threw this chick's baby across the parking lot? I think not. No. Which the baby was fine, by the way. Yeah, it was in the car seat all buckled up, right? That's why you should buckle your kids right in your car seats, guys. Safety first. Yeah, buckle them safely so that when someone gets high on PCP, PCP. they throws it inevitably. I don't think that's why we should teach that lesson. (laughs) I mean, you should buckle them up regardless of crazy people taking PCP. Well. But, you know. Just prepare for that situation now that you so, know it's a thing. I mean, and it's still going to be like that for a while. Like, there's nothing we can do about it. You're not going to change those people's minds. But and, at the same time... It's not that you can't change their minds, but it's definitely not going to change their minds overnight. You're going to have to work at it. We're going to have to work as a community to be like, hey, this is the reality of things. This is what we're really like. This is what it's like to consume it. This is what it does. This is why I do it you know, educate them, that's the only time that you're ever even going to possibly see them change their minds. Yeah. And I don't think it's, like, it's not up in your face. Like, everyone needs to just walk around blowing huge clouds of smoke everywhere. And, right. And get it's, but it's just not hiding it anymore. Right. Like, like, feeling ashamed because of, and it's hard. It's going to be extremely hard. And, I mean, I still have issues with it. You know, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah, it feels super weird, especially because my family's been the kind of people, like, we're the kind of people that whenever I, for instance, put up my blog post, I was like, oh, well, I can send it to my mom and I know she'll, you know, share it to anyone and everyone. But then when it came to this, I was like, hmm, I was like, I feel weird sharing this with all my grandparents and my parents and the whole family. It was definitely like a weird, a weird feeling to start telling my family members about it. Yeah, but you just blurted it out without any yeah, heads I up did. to me at all. <laughs> Sorry. Like I hadn't I had told my parents and one of my sisters and that was it. But I don't even know if the other two have listened to it or I had talked to my mom a little bit about it just cuz I had gotten so excited cuz I met with her that day right after we had that meeting or we were supposed to have that meeting or whatever it was. I was so excited. And so I had a lot of energy. Oh, y'all's fancy Taco Bell KFC meetup. Okay, we like seeing each other in person. We we met each other in a car. I in in the my car actually in the parking lot at the Taco Bell KFC. Sounds a lot like a drug deal. (laughs) It does sound like a drug deal, but it was not a drug deal. Sure, that's what I would say Uh, if it was a drug deal. We just sat there and talked. We haven't seen her in a while. Oh well. 
Let's talk about something more interesting. Oh, shut up. So, it's been two weeks since the last episode, a little over two weeks now, because of all the issues we've been having. But a lot of cool stuff happened. So, we got to go to that distributor, the grower, that had that really awesome place. Yeah, we got to see some really cool things, ask a lot of questions. We got to talk to them. We got to talk to some some cool people and get some great ideas. And we've been talking with people on Instagram and emailing back and forth about possible upcoming episodes with some places. Yeah, those of you that are reaching out, keep reaching out. Those of you that want to reach out, do it. At worst, it's just free advertising for you. Yeah. So, there we go. We'll just come and, I mean, we're at least going to say the name of your product, you know, a lot of times. So, you're getting free advertising. Basically, just getting your story out there and telling, you know, your people about what makes you special. Yeah, so reach out. We try to get back to everyone, and uh, we're not quite... To the point of actually physically being ready to go. Yeah, so hopefully we're going to start doing the actual guest uh, podcast episodes at either the end of this month or the beginning of next. So that's because of mainly because of COVID. Yeah. Two, we're still getting all of our stuff together. And three, the biggest thing is is figuring out how to do all of it. So the editing and all this stuff. Yeah, it was definitely, it's been, it's been crazy trying to adjust to the technology side of all of this. Yeah. So, and I think the main thing is we also want to be able to maybe not put out the full vlogs on the walkthroughs and stuff, but at least be able to do small snippet videos so they can see what we're talking about. Because it sucks to hear about something and not be able to, you know. Especially like if we end up, um, you know, describing to them what a particular, you know, thing looks like, like a particular plant that they're growing looks like or or something like that, when we can give you a visual representation. Of course, if they're okay with it, that is what we would like to do. And be able to, you know, when if whether it's the store owner or the manager, whoever talked to, they'll be able to know who they were, like when they hear them talking and, you know, maybe talk to bud tenders or or growers, whoever it might be. And then you can, you know, kind of put a, a name to a a name or a face to a voice. A fi- yeah, there you go. A name has nothing to do with it. I mean, I'm sure we'll ask them their name at some point. Yeah, their name will definitely be said. We're not just going to make them nameless we guests. We could just tell That'd be weird. Just call them Bud Tinder 1, Bud Tinder 2. <laughs> Grower 1, Grower 2. Y'all will all rude. get generic names. And uh, you don't get a choice. That's yeah. basically it. You, yeah. <laughs> it's forced upon you. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, so went to a lot of cool places, have a lot of good ideas. We're really excited with where things are going. Yeah, and it's crazy how quickly it's kind of, you know, picking up speed. Yeah, it definitely caught me a little off guard, if I'm being completely honest. Me too. Uh, like, we launched our, each individual, you know, air quotes, businesses, because I don't, I don't know it counts as anyways we launched him at the same time and he has i have like three followers and uh if you've been on his instagram page you can see that he has like three or four hundred or something now and it was definitely like a shock to be like oh this this happened very quickly yeah it did and i i really don't mind waking up every morning and scrolling through a bunch of instagram pictures of marijuana (laughs) right yeah you definitely have a very nice instagram feed now Oh, yeah. It's super nice. And everybody everybody is awesome, you know? Like, yeah. they don't have any problems reaching out or 
No, everybody has been super great so far. Uh, I'm really excited for us to go down this path some more. I'm really excited for us to get some uh, of the stuff that we have in the works out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might be able to put one guest episode out before before then. We're not sure yet, but hopefully we can. Yeah, we're trying. Yep. We're hoping. And just we're gonna figure out the two mic thing. Yeah, we have one mic that me and him sit in front of, and that's what y'all are hearing us on. Is this just one mic? And uh, so now we gotta get some more of those so we can have more people, and they don't have to like sit on top of each other. Yeah, as fun as it would be to just all sit on one couch, which yeah. is what I think of when I think of the basement. Basically, I mean, it's yeah, like the seventies show, show basement, like going around a circle. I mean, when I was a kid, I had a 70s-themed party, and my mom turned our garage into the That 70s Show basement, specifically. Like, ideally, future, the podcast, you know, the basement podcast, we're just going to have one of those recessed couches in the ground. Oh, yeah. That would be, <laughs> that would be our ideal location to, like, record the podcast and all that stuff. And... It would just, I don't know, it would just be so cool to have one of those 70s era, you know, couch in the ground, like, pit things. Oh, those things are awesome. Oh, yeah. I just love, I think I was just born in the wrong era. Yeah, like, because there was also, there's oh, 70s, like, houses. They're so cool. They have so much character and cool little unique things. Like, I would have liked being around when Shag Carpet was cool. Yeah, I, I secretly love Shag Carpet. Yeah, it's like a little secret obsession. Yeah, it's all the cool colors, right? All those psychedelic high. colors, and then I mean the buses, like the little VW oh, yeah. vans. Oh man, those those are some cool things. And like, I mean, they painted them themselves. Yeah, most of them did. Kelso, Not all of them. Like the Kelso van. Yeah, like the Kelso van. Ugh. Exactly. That was just awesome. Yeah, so hopefully have a lot of cool episodes coming up. We need people to keep reaching out and keep putting out episodes. We're, so we're going to do every other Saturday. This one's going to end up being late. It's going to be on like Sunday morning because yeah. of all this, this issues we've been having. But we'll get it out, and from now on it'll be Saturdays every day. We'll put them around probably like between noon and 2 o'clock. Uh, yeah, every other Saturday. You just said every day. Every day. You said Saturday. Every, every day, day, guys. Saturday is every day. <laughs> Saturdays, All day. Every day is every Saturday week now. Of every month. Yeah. Twenty four seven. Yeah, just constant podcast. This it doesn't count as a podcast anymore. It's a new, it's a new special form of media. I guess <laughs> that's the future goal, like the the Netflix of, uh, not even the Netflix, like the Amazon. The of, Amazon of cannabis of marijuana. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, not exactly specifically Amazon's business model, because I don't know that I would like to ship marijuana all over the country, but... If it was legal. I mean, yeah. I I wouldn't do anything illegally. I can't remember when we talked about how I wouldn't fare up in jail. <laughs> Shut up. That's not what I, I meant. I mean, like, we wouldn't... I don't know. Well, Our know. direction doesn't line up with Amazon specifically enough. I just meant like having everything so we can, you know, like we could be putting out products as far as clothing or oh, you glassware mean... and stuff, but also have like videos and blogs and. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get you. Podcasts. 
Yeah, we want to do Entertainment 720. Song. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, we just want to be Entertainment 720, basically. Exactly. Or Entertainment 420. Yeah, there we go. Boom. Trademarked. TM. I don't know if that's how that works, but TM. trademarked. Exactly. So what were we talking <laughs> about before? I don't know. I think we were getting pretty close to wrapping things up. Thank God. I think it's almost time for a smoke break. <laughs> right, so back to the episodes. Every other Saturday, because Katie says I can't do it every day, apparently. No, not every day. We're at least in between around noon to two. Yeah. Noon around to two. lunchtime. And going to try to put out a blog post after each episode to kind of go more into what we talked about, like the actual statistical facts and the sources where we got them from. And just some extra stuff we might think is cool or a good read. Yeah, or if we have any like cool pictures or something like that that we want to tie into it. Right. And then when we get, what was it? When we get 100 listeners yeah, subscribe, we're going to do a special thing. We're yeah. not going to tell you what we're it is because we're not going to ruin the surprise. But we do have a special surprise for whenever we hit 100 subscribers. Exactly. So remember to subscribe. Yes, subscribe. You don't even have to listen to the whole thing. You can just like just press play and then just set your phone down and walk away. Boom. (laughs) Just make sure you subscribe. (laughs) And then you could possibly get a cool treat. Yeah, and share it with the peoples. And you know what will probably make it more likely for us to get to that? You can go to the website and you can sign up for the newsletter. um, And that will automatically put you in there. Yes. So if you sign up for the newsletter, not only will it automatically put you in the list to be in the drawing for our prize or surprise, I guess, um, it will also send you an email update whenever he releases the podcast and probably um, a link to the blog. Everything else. Or funny pictures I post or just stuff about how awesome I am. Right, he's not going to spam you with it. No, I, I don't have the time to spam people. But he will share, you know, the important stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, we're also going to be putting out new artwork and getting a new logo. Because that was just a temporary logo, but it's taking a little longer to get made than we thought. Yeah, so we're going to find that out. Too. So we're going to get that done. So sign up to the newsletter subscribe the quicker we get the subscribers the quicker we can do the surprise and yeah share it with cool. your friends and people that you think might enjoy it i guess they don't have to be your friends co-workers acquaintances yeah because they only shout get it better out from the rooftop only get better from here yeah mm-hmm. uh i think i don't know do you have anything else uh, i think that's pretty much it that's pretty much it all right <laughs> sign off do you have any Saying funny little sign off. I don't know. This is Catherine Fritz with 420 News. Sign it off. Am I old? Yeah, you're pretty old. (laughs) (laughs) See ya.